Hello and welcome to Let's Talk About It. I'm your host, Jaden Ford, and we are back with another one, man. It's been a crazy week just for sports in general. Just let me start there. Um, we, we got a lot to get into today on this segment, especially about Lincoln Riley and the Oklahoma news, as well as um, Chip Kelly. Or not Chip Kelly. Yeah, Chip Kelly going down, going from Notre Dame to LSU and my Seahawks being complete. Let's let's just get into it, guys. It's it's a tough week for us over here. Let's talk about it. But let's just start with this college football top ten because I'm I'm absolutely I'm ready to see I'm ready to see who's gonna win. I'm ready to see who's gonna fight. I'm really curious to see if Cincinnati is the real deal. I'm ready to see if they can beat a team like Georgia or Alabama. So let's go let's go jump right into it. So Georgia's obviously number one. They're number one team still. They're twelve and a record. They're absolutely amazing. They're gonna be playing Alabama in the SEC championship this upcoming Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. And um, they're legit, and I think that I think that win or loss next week, they'll still be into the, they'll still make it to the playoffs because losing to eleven and one Alabama in the SEC championships probably not going to put them out of the top four. Moving on in Michigan, Michigan had a huge win last week against Ohio State, dominating like forty-two to twenty-seven. I called it from the jump. I don't think I put that on a record on here. On let's talk about it on here, but um, I, I do remember telling a lot of people I was discussing with that Michigan's gonna go grab this one and I believe them and they went to go and they went to go get it done 42 to 27 if I'm not mistaken. Number three Cincinnati 12 and 0 they're gonna be heading into their um their conference championship and um, I'm not sure when they play but Cincinnati is one of the teams that I'm betting on and they're kind of my sleeping giant. I really hope that they can get into the championship and we'll just see what happens from there. But that semifinal game is gonna tell us a lot about the Cincinnati Bearcats. Number four, the Alabama Crimson Roll Tide came off a huge win in the freaking Iron Bowl. I thought these guys had lost, and then next thing you know, on ESPN, they're saying they won. Crazy comeback win by 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 the, uh, by the Tide, led by Bryce Young. I mean, they're absolutely amazing. John Mechie at the receiver, as well as Jamison Williams, they, they get open when they need to get open, and the offensive line just blocking their asses off. They're blocking their asses off, and you can't be mad at them, man. You really can't. The Alabama Crimson Roll Tide, in my opinion, proved this week that they are the best team in the SEC outside of Georgia. Because there was a lot of talk about his Ole Miss, you know, da da da. Ole Miss number eight, but a lot of people were talking about his Ole Miss, the real deal. Sorry about that. They're not. They didn't even beat Alabama this year. But Alabama, they're a great, they're a great football team, and there's a lot to say about them. Number five, Oklahoma State. And this is when we start talking about the Sooners as well. Number five, Oklahoma State came off a huge win in, in, in Bedlam this past weekend. Um, for everybody who was in attendance and rushed the field as an OSU fan, I hope you I hope you had a good time. Because it was tough watching that on TV, man. Oklahoma, I mean, we, we could have won, honestly. And I'm not mad because you, you can't expect to go beat a team on the road like that in a rivalry game. And you have all those mistakes and all those turnovers. First of all, especially with Lincoln Riley having one foot out the door the whole season, it kind of, it kind of goes with saying. It, it kind of goes without saying that this year that he was not focused on winning a national championship as many of the fans and players thought that we had the team to do that with, and I still believe we did. But that's going to shake up a lot over there in Oklahoma. With Oklahoma State Cowboys, I'm not going to take the the spotlight from you guys. You came out and you played a great game. Spencer Sanders had a Heisman moment, and I'm pretty sure I said that last um, last podcast that if Spencer Sanders wants to win this game, he's going to have to have a Heisman moment, and he sure did with that like 40 yard touchdown run. He had a great he had a great stat line. 
I do not have the stats pulled up right now because I want to leave most of the time to talk about Lincoln Riley, but Oklahoma State, great team. They're going to go to the Big 12 championship next weekend against Baylor, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm thinking Oklahoma State's got them, and I think Oklahoma State's going to have a chance to get in the college football playoff. We're going to see what happens. Number six, Notre Dame in complete shambles. They just lost their head coach just like Oklahoma. Um, Notre Dame, one of the meccas of college football. It represents everything from the movie Rudy to the gold helmets, play like a champion. I mean, all that is... It, it bodes well with Notre Dame, and they are Notre Dame, but unfortunately, being the independent, being, um, you know, on the outside looking in, they're not going to get into the college football playoff this year. They do not have an SEC or ACC or any type of conference championship to lean on and say that they deserve to get in. So, Notre Dame, pretty sure they came off a great win last week, if I'm not mistaken. But, nevertheless, they are number six, and I think that they're going to have a good bowl game. And hopefully they play a team like the likes of Oklahoma. I would like for them to play a team like Oklahoma and just and just see. That would be a great matchup since both teams have just lost their head coach. Okay. Number seven, Ohio State. Came off a tough loss, man. A team that I'm very I'm, – I still think they're legit. I'm very fond of, but I'm not sure if um, – I'm just not sure if they're going to be able to get it done this year, guys. That loss to Michigan is going to ruin a lot for them. And it's hard to be perfect, as you can see. Number eight, Ole Miss, 10-2. and two. Ole Miss is a great team. It's in a crazy conference. You're in the same conference as – not even conference. You're in the same division as Alabama, Texas A&M, and LSU. So that's a tough division, and that's a tough way to fight for. But for you guys to have a Heisman candidate with uh, Matt Corral and, and a great defense, you guys ended the year 10-2. and two. And um, you could probably get a good, get a great bowl game if I'm not mistaken. Maybe play a team like Oregon or something like that. Number nine, Baylor. Um, they had a shootout against Texas Tech, if I'm not mistaken, last week. They end up coming out on top of that game, and um, they end up looking pretty good. Baylor has a pretty good team. Their quarterback is is a leader, and he he kind of he he ignites the whole offense. And I like to see that from the Baylor um, Bears. And number ten, Oregon, a team that. I was really, ne- I, I was really never impressed with them. I'm pretty sure they had a close, close win this past weekend against somebody trash. But shout out to Oregon, you guys are number ten, and that wraps up the college football top ten. Moving on to Lincoln Riley. Um, the the big question is, what's next for Oklahoma? And and I think the only way to answer that question is, is starting here, and we gotta get a a good head coach in there with a name specifically now as fast as possible so we can stop this this horrible cloud that's hanging over us it's like we lose we lose bedlam we lose lincoln riley and now it's like we're a horrible organization and that's not that's not the truth oklahoma's been one of the best jobs in college football coaching for as anybody can remember lincoln riley did not owe us anything and i appreciate everything that he came with and everything that he showed us and everything you know that we got to experience with him as our head coach but the way you left man I don't know if we can I think you're worse than KD I personally have no I can't be that I'm not a player I'm just a fan so I'm not over here calling you a whole person I don't know what you said behind the scenes but there's been a lot of talk and a lot of accusations of you know that he's had one foot out the door a whole year he you know the LSU job May may not have been the one he was going to take, but that didn't mean that was the only one he was, you know, thinking about taking. And um, especially after we lost to Baylor, a lot of people started to say that, hey, I mean, it just seemed as if he he, he was he was done. He was out of there. And, you know, a lot of behind the scenes are starting to come out with Bob Stoops had to tell him to go talk to the team and he wasn't going to go talk to the team. And I mean, there's a mountain of stuff that we can get into. But one of the things I want to highlight about this whole thing is. A lot of people are saying he's scared of the SEC. 
I'm not sure. It's a possibility that he was like, okay, so I'm already at Oklahoma. The stakes are already high. If we win, I mean, if we lose one game, we're not making the playoff or we have to fight to get in the playoff. And we're about to move to the SEC with Texas. Okay, so maybe I should start looking for another job. That was one of his thoughts. And the second thought was, and I love Oklahoma. And I'm sure Lincoln Riley said that himself. I'm sure he said, I love Oklahoma, but I'm not going to leave this place for anything. And as um, Shannon Sharp said today on Undisputed, he said that he wasn't going to leave for no peanuts. They gave him they gave him everything that, that he wanted. And I'm sure that that deal was structured the way the Rileys wanted it to be structured, including his agent. So I don't know... I don't I don't know how long they've been talking, but he I think Lincoln Riley came on television today on, on the Colin Hurd show and he was saying that they got in contact with him Sunday or oh oh no wait. I think he I think he was like, Oh, it's Saturday, they talked to me. He was he was stumbling over his words, he wasn't being clear about the day. I mean, I didn't look into it as much because he's already gone, he's already a different head coach, but I wish him the best over there. He's taken a lot of recruits from us. He's taken a lot of coaches from us. But we're hoping that we can, we can withstand a good organization and a good coaching staff as well as a great morale in the locker room so we can come out and win this bowl game and end the season on a positive note. And that's really, like, the biggest the, the biggest thing I'm worried about. Of course, I don't know who's going to be our head coach. Of course, we got the legendary Bob Stoops stepping in, big game Bob. I think big game Bob Stoops. He's, he's going to rally those older guys as well as those younger guys because they're going to be starstruck. They're going to be like, wow, Bob Stoops is now my coach. And I remember when I was watching Oklahoma, he was their coach. So, you know, even though they know this man, they've seen him around, you know, practices and meetings and team dinners and stuff. But for him to be your coach and front line and listen to his game plans is going to be different from Lincoln Riley. And I hope it's, and I hope it's going to bode well for our offense and defense. We did lose Alex Grinch as well. Um... I was never very fond of Alex Grinch. I was very happy when we hired him, you know, considering he covered my Ohio State and those defenses they've had, but it just it just didn't reciprocate over here. The speed defense was very, might I say, iffy at times. We couldn't really stop a good... We couldn't really stop a potent offense, you know? Like, when you play a team like Baylor, who... Baylor always plays us with some swag, man. They really do, and they come out, and they run a lot of different formations and a lot of different plays you know to make us think and we like to run man and that speed also isn't always what kills it's it's got to be more than that so I'm, I'm hoping that we could we could get a new coach in there and he brings us you know a couple great guys and we get another big guy at the uh, at the, at the defensive coordinator but we're, we're gonna need some coaches we're gonna need some recruits um, Spencer Rattler has entered the transfer portal. What I'm hoping from that is that that means Caleb Williams is staying. And if Caleb Williams is staying, we have our Heisman candidate at quarterback. We have a growing, glowing star at quarterback, and we need him to be there for us. And we're going to get people around him. We're going to get we're going to get receivers. And hey, we, we might even have a year where we when we lose two or three games. You know, we lost two this year. Um, but I think that we might even have a regular season where that happens, especially when we get into the SEC. But I'm hoping that we can rally from this. And I believe whatever coach comes in, he's going to bring in a lot of his recruits. And I'm hoping that it's, that it's Venables from Clemson, who used to be on our staff, if I'm not mistaken. Um, another guy out there with the likes of Cliff Kingsbury. That would be the, the, the most... That'd be the biggest hire, but he's not interested in leaving the Cardinals when they're like 8-1 and one and rocking the NFL right now. Um, it, it's really tough. There's not many coaches out there that make you say, oh, let's go get him. But I do think that that Clemson defensive coordinator should be the, the main guy we're looking at. Um, I was personally thinking about Mark Stoops. Um, not Mike, but Mark, the head coach of Kentucky. But he just signed an extension with Kentucky for like seven years and a whole lot of money. 
so he's gonna be doing good over there. Um, a couple, a couple more coaches I've heard come across when I've just discussed with my friends is head coach of Miami, Brian Flores, who's on the hot seat in Miami. Maybe even Urban Meyer, but those two are still long shots, and I wouldn't want, I personally wouldn't want Urban Meyer in Oklahoma coaching our football team because he's too TMZ. He he, he does too much. He's in the tabloids too much, and we already have plenty of distractions with playing these 11 a.m. games and having all these rivalry games within the regular season. So that's not going to help us and. Urban Meyer, just stay where you're at at Jaguars. I think you guys can turn it around within two or three years. But um, the Brian Flores hire, pretty off the wall. I'm not sure if that one is ideal. Um, but I do think that Venables is a great choice and maybe even a Matt Rule. Matt Rule would be one of the NFL coaches that I could see coming back down. And that's only, and I only say that because he's only been in the NFL, I want to say, two or two years or so. So him being the NFL coach for about two years, I mean, yeah, of course, he got to test it out, but he knows if he likes it or not. And Oklahoma comes with the right bag, or if anybody comes with the right bag, in other words, the right money, I think that anybody would jump ship. So it's just, it's, it's, really, it's really a tough day to be an OU fan. It's like you lose the bedlam, and you wake up the next morning, and your whole organization is uprooted. There's trader signs on Norman's campus, and there's shirts coming out on Barstool with trader and the face of Lincoln Riley, you know, um, players are transferring, players are decommitting, coaches are leaving, coaches are staying, I mean, it, it's a whole, it's a whole thing, and um, I, I think that it, we're going to see a lot of good from this, but we're going to see more bad from this, most people want to admit, but I don't think it's going to be that bad, I truly think that we'll still be 10-1, and 10-2 next season, so we'll still be leading the Big 12, and hopefully we can get back into the SEC, or not the SEC, the Big 12 Championship before we leave for the SEC, that would be awesome. But other than that, man, I think that depending on what coach we get into this office and how fast, I think that Oklahoma is going to forever rank supreme in the college football world because we got one of the best traditions. We have we have crazy history behind us. And who wouldn't want to be the head coach of Oklahoma Sooners? It's, it's one of those things that you have to... Like, shoot, man. If if I if I was a coach in high school who's got a good resume, I'm applying. I mean, it's just take your shot at this point, man. They don't have a coach and it's vacant. Um I seen ex player, what's his name? Um Ah, he played D.D. Westbrook said, shoot, do I need to go apply for the job? I mean, somebody, hey, somebody gonna get in there, man. But he's like, shoot, if y'all y'all gonna leave it open this long, that's a job, man. They gonna pay you upwards of five to eight million you're gonna be competing for big tour championships as well as sec championships when y'all leave you're gonna get top recruits especially when you get a coach in there with a name in there you know we were getting top recruits before lincoln raleigh so we just got to get somebody else lincoln raleigh did bring a new wave a new tradition and a new um type of swag to oklahoma and i really like that about that i'm gonna miss that and he's gonna do well over there at sc and i think that they may even compete for a championship in three or four years but it's gonna to be tough to come from um, California and beat those Alabama and those and those and those Ole Miss and those Texas A&M's because you're not playing those all your difference between Oklahoma and SC. I'd say our schedule is a little bit harder than SC. There's nobody in that conference, which is the big the Pac-12, other than Oregon. So I mean, have fun. But I hope I hope that it I hope that it works out. But I hope that it doesn't hurt Oklahoma. And that's the best way I can put it. Um. It's it's crazy to think about. It. We don't have a coach right now, but the Oklahoma Sooners basketball men's team has went through the same thing, and they went and picked up a great coach. I can't remember where he came from, but um, he he was a big name coach. He came from one of those schools, one of those smaller schools that was doing really good in basketball. You know, made the uh, 
made the Sweet 16 or Elite 8 type stuff like that, but um, they went and snagged them a great coach. So if the Oklahoma Sooners can do that on basketball side with the men, I think we can do that on football because our resume is even a little bit better than the, fo- than the basketball team. So the tables can turn quickly in college football, is what ESPN says here. I mean, it, it, it's a shock around the whole world, and everybody can't believe it. But I still think that we'll, 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 be, we'll be better in the long run. I, I, I personally believe that. I think that just doing a complete reset at right now is a horrible time. But if you look at it through a different type of lens, it, it's kind of a good time because it got to be at some point. I mean, our defense was very off and on. Our offense was very off and on. Um, yes, we were getting Heisman candidates, but we weren't winning championships, and that's what we want to do. We were getting there, and that's awesome, and that's why I love Lincoln Riley, and that's why I'm going to miss him. But I do think the Oklahoma um, – the Oklahoma Sooners and organization is the Sooners and not Lincoln Riley. So I do think that we'll be okay. But that was a great coach. That's a major loss. And it's going to be tough for Oklahoma for a little bit. But I do think that we'll come out on top of this. I think that we'll have a down year or so. And I don't know what the definition of a down year for Sooners other than two or three losses. So, and I'd be, and I'd be perfectly okay with that. So. It's tough, though, Lincoln, you, the way you left us. It's tough. But that's all I got for you guys there on this segment. Um, I'm going to be coming back with more segments next week as this, you know, boils over and we figure out who Oklahoma's going to get. So I'm your host, Jaden Ford, and this is Let's Talk About It. Thank you, guys.